بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله نبيه وخليله أرسله الله رحمة للعالمين أما بعد يا عباد الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله وأوصيكم ونفسي بسنة النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I begin by praising Allah the most merciful the most beneficent the one that we turn to when we need his help and the one that we, we, we turn to when we seek his forgiveness because we understand and we believe that Allah is a tawwab rahim that Allah is the most forgiving and the most accepting of our tawbah as long as it comes sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is At-Tawwab al-Rahim, Ar-Rahman al-Rahim, Al-Ghaffar al-Ghafoor, that He has all these best attributes and that we have sincere yaqeen in Allah that as long as we turn back to Him with a sincere heart and we don't worship anybody except Him and we, uh, we single out our ibadah, our worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we understand that He is there for us and He will always be there for us. And He will never leave us astray, just going with no, with no plan on earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us here for a reason. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in Juz Amma, He says, Bismillahir Rahman Rahim, Wal Asr, Inna al Insana lafi Khusr, Illa al Ladina Amanu wa Amilu Salihat. Subhanallah, very few words, but it has a powerful meaning to it. Allah begins the surah by swearing. Allah swears by the time. And all of us were all made up of time except Allah. Allah has no beginning and no end, so Allah is not restricted to time. Whereas all of us, we are restricted to time. And we know that when Allah, when, when we were created in our, our mother's womb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sent an angel to blow the, the ruh in us, the nafs. When we were just a piece of flesh, Allah, Allah sent a malaika to put the soul in it. And when, he put, when the malaika put the soul in it, Allah, the malaika commanded or, or He told the soul four things. وَيَنْفُقُ فِيهِ الرُّوحِ وَيُؤْمَرُ بِأَرْبَعِ كَلِمَاتِ and it will tell him about four things. He will inform, inform the soul about four things. About his rizq, how much money, how much wealth he will have on this earth. His time on earth. When he will be born. When will he die. When will he, be, when will he exist on this earth. And when will he no longer exist on this earth. The fourth thing, uh, by his actions. All of our actions are determined already. Allah already knows what we're going to do. So, if he will live a, a, a good life, a happy life, or he will live a miserable life. Ask Allah to make all of us and give all of us a happy life, inshallah ta'ala. Ameen. So, Allah swears by time, He says, that verily, all humankind, all mankind is in loss. When you have, when Allah gives a qasam, a swear, when Allah swears by something, 
he has what's called the jawab al-qasam, the answer to the, to the swear. What is Allah swearing by? He is swearing by the time. Allah only swears by what is perfect. So we all have time, so Allah is swearing by the time. And he says that all mankind, all humankind are in loss. But he gives a condition to it out of his rahmah, that he didn't just leave us here in loss, he gave a condition to it. And he gives glad tidings and he says, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ He gave four things. He says, except, except for the ones who believe. They believe in Allah, they believe in His Messenger, and they believe in His Message. الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ That after they have the, the Iman in Allah and His Prophet and His Message, عَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ They did righteous deeds. They lived a righteous life full of good deeds and lived a life that was pleasing to Allah. They only, they only walked on this earth just so they can do things that pleased Allah and they worshipped Him how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked them to worship Him. And they called to the haq and they called people to have patience. They told one another, you know, be patient. Always trust in Allah. Tawakkalu ala Allah. Rely upon Allah. He will never leave you go. He will never let you go astray as long as you ask Him to keep you guided. We find that some of these scholars, one of the previous scholars who passed away, may Allah have mercy upon him, he writes in his book called Al-Thalathatul Usul, the three uh, main principles of, of life as a Muslim, as a creation of Allah, that, and when he says Al-Thalathatul Usul, he's referring to the three questions of the grave, that every single person on this earth, whether they like it or not, they will be asked these three questions in the grave. And if you're not prepared to answer these three questions, may Allah have mercy upon you, you're not going to have the best of endings in the akhirah. So I ask Allah to prepare us for those questions in the grave. Allahumma ameen. He's, the first question is, Man Rabbuk, who is your Lord? Allah will ask His creation. Who is your Lord? If we live a righteous life, and we don't indulge in sins, and we live a life pleasing to Allah, we will be able to answer that's Rabbi Allah. My Lord is Allah. The second question is, uh, Who is your messenger? Who did you follow? Did you follow the celebrities and superstars? Or did you follow the one prophet that he sent from the many prophets that he sent? The one prophet that he sent in our time, Muhammad, the son of Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Did you follow him? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, you followed his sunnah on earth, you will be able to answer that question successfully. The third question is, what is your religion? وَدِينِ Islam. My religion is Al-Islam. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Islam. That the only religion accepted to Allah, the only path of, the only uh, way of life that we can live is Al-Islam. Which is submission, full submission, recognizing that we are nothing without the help of Allah. Full submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what Islam is, and Allah says, "Inna Allah, uh, 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 inna Allah la." Um, he, he's talking about, um, you know, that inna Allah la yqbalu an yushrak ma'hu ahad. That Allah does not accept from anybody if they commit shirk with Him, anybody if they ascribe partners with Him. So we ask Allah to make our amal khalisan lahu, that He makes our actions solely for seeking His pleasure. The definition of ikhlas is that. 
we do all of our, our amal just seeking the pleasure of Allah. We don't do it for others. We only do it for the pleasure of Allah. So back to the book that uh, the scholar wrote. He says, I'lam rahimakullah. Learn, understand, be firm upon this. May Allah have mercy upon you. أَنَّهُ يَجِبُ عَلَيْنَا تَعَلَّمُ أَرْبَعِ مَسَائِلِ That it is obligatory upon us. It is commanded for us that we learn four things. He says, الْأُولَى الْعِلْمِ The first thing we must implement in our lives and we must learn is ilm, knowledge. Knowledge of what? Allah doesn't just say go learn. He says, مَعْرِفَةُ اللَّهِ وَمَعْرِفَةُ نَبِيِّهِ وَمَعْرِفَةُ دِينِ الْإِسْلَامِ بِالْأَدِلَّةِ Understanding, knowing, learning about Allah by His names and His attributes. What the Rasulullah went through when He was alive. How did He live His life? How did the Sahaba live their life after Rasulullah passed away? This is we must learn about Rasulullah Then He says, وَمَعْرِفَةُ دِينِ الْإِسْلَامِ بِالْأَدِلَّةِ That we must understand and learn Islam with its evidences. He, specif- he, he, makes, he puts a condition that we must learn Islam with its evidences because when, as Muslimin, as Muslims, as proud Muslims, when we grow up, our, our purpose here on earth is to spread the religion of Islam. And if we're here spreading Islam, just throwing words out here with no evidence to, to back up our, our claim, nobody's going to follow us. So we must make sure that we have our evidences so if somebody comes and said, no, Islam is this, we're able to prove to them that no, Islam is this, Islam is peaceful, Islam is a loving religion, and Islam is submitting oneself to Allah, not taking any partners with Him except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, thic- the second thing he mentions after al-ilm, he says, al-ilm, ma'rifatullah, ma'rifatu nabihi, ma'rifatu deen islami bil adillah, al-thani al-amalu bih. Acting upon the ilm and knowledge that you just, after, after you learned about Allah, after you learned that He is Ar-Razzaq, after you learned that He is the sustainer of all creation, after you learned that, you must implement it in your life. Do we find ourselves calling, to, calling upon Allah when we need Him? Or do we find ourselves calling to Allah all the time? The, the good and righteous Muslim is somebody who calls upon Allah for rikhaq, uh, in, 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 in good times and in bad times شده, that they call upon Allah in good times and they call upon Allah in bad times they don't only call upon Allah when they need Him they always call upon Allah because they know that their rizq and their sustenance whatever barakah and khair they will get in their life it's solely, it's solely in Allah's hands if Allah doesn't will you to have any rizq you won't have nothing so we, we must understand that that is our relationship with Allah that we understand that He is the all-magnificent, that He is giving rizq to everybody. After, then after we know that, we must know about Rasulullah. After we learn about Rasulullah, we learn about His sunnah. We learn about His life. We learn about the sahabi around Him, how they used to live their life. The adab, the manners, the characteristics of Rasulullah. After we learn that, we must implement it in our own life. And, we, we, and uh, after we learn about the Rasul then we learn about Islam and we must implement Islam in our own lives. Some of the benefits to seeking knowledge, Rasulullah he mentions in two ahadith, he says, مَنْ سَلَكَ طَرِيقًا يَلْتَمِسُ فِيهِ عِلْمًا سَهَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ بِهِ طَرِيقًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ That whoever Allah, subhanAllah, this is a very, very magnificent hadith, 
that gives us the answer. You know, our purpose here on earth is Jannah. We just want Jannah, Ya Allah. So Rasulullah Wasallam, he gives you an easy way to Jannah. He says, whoever seeks a path to just attain knowledge, to learn about Islam, any path, just to learn about Islam, it could be looking up a video, watching a khutbah, watching a, a sheikh, learning, taking online, any single path you think of, as long as your intentions are for Allah and that you want to learn religion, Allah will make your path to Jannah easy for you. What more do we need than Allah? If, if, Allah, if Allah decrees your path to Jannah easy, khalas, we're successful. We, ha we have nothing to worry about in the Akhirah. The second hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, مَنْ يُرِدِ اللَّهُ بِهِ خَيْرٍ That whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes good upon, wishes success for him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He will give him the understanding of the religion, complete understanding of the religion. We ask Allah to make us among the fuqaha of this religion, make us among the intelligent and knowledgeable people on this, about this religion, so that we can go spread Allah's word and, and call everybody to the truth and to call everybody to success. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. The third thing the, the, the Shaykh mentions, he says, الثالث, After we learn about Allah, His Messenger, His religion, then we implement that in our own lives. And it's key that we implement it in our own lives. After this, we must begin calling people to Islam. We must be proud to be Muslims and going telling people, come to Islam, invite them to Islam, show them the truth, take them to Islam, and maybe Allah will guide them. Subhanallah, uh, Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah, and one of the reasons why it comes in order, amanu wa amilu salihat wa bil-haqi wa sabr that you must, uh, the amilu salihat the righteous actions, it comes before wa-tawasaw um, bil-haq for a reason. Because calling to the haq and not, implement, not implementing it in your own life, it's a waste of time. No point in calling nobody to the haq if you don't do it yourself. As the saying goes nowadays, you got to practice what you preach. You don't call people to Islam and you don't even practice Islam your own self. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Baqarah, أَتَأْمُرُونَ النَّاسَ بِالْبِرِّ وَتَنْسَوْنَ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ تَتْلُونَ الْكِتَابَ فَلَا تَعْقِلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, very, very strong uh, uh, ayah. He says that you're calling people to righteousness. You're calling people to, to, to save themselves from Jahannam. And you yourself, you're not even saving your own soul. You're not even teaching your own soul. You're not even practicing your own self. Afala taqilun. What? Yani, imagine Allah subhanahu wa taala. He's telling his slave, looking down upon us. Afala taqilun. Do you not? Do you not understand? What a humiliating, uh, you know, situation to be in. So we ask Allah that as we are calling people to Islam, we are implementing it in our own lives. So that Yawm Al-Qiyamah, when we find all of our Mizan Al-Hasanat, our skills of righteous deeds, we find that it was actually for a purpose. And it didn't, it didn't all go to waste because we didn't implement it our own lives. أَسْأَلَ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْنَا مِنَ الَّذِينَ يُخْلِصُونَ أَعْمَالُهُمْ لِلَّهِ The ones that they make their, their, their a'mal solely for Allah, and they don't do it to please others or for tafakhur, to look good in front of others. The fourth thing the, the Shaykh he mentions, and the final of the four, he says, 
الصبر على الأذى فيه. And if we look at Surah Al-Asr, الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا الصبر. العلم معرفة الله معرفة نبيه معرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة العمل به الدعوة إليه الصبر على الأذى فيه. These four things they come in order. Subhanallah, the Sheikh he mirrored Surah Al-Asr. The fourth thing he mentioned was having patience upon the calamities, upon the hardships, upon the evils that you will come across while you're calling people to Islam. It's not easy to call people to Islam. When, if, if, we, if we completed the first step like we were commanded to, if we, had, if we learned about Rasulullah's life, we'll find that all throughout his life was hardships. And his only purpose here on earth was, was, was as a caller to Islam. He was here to spread Allah's religion. And all throughout his life, he had hardships. We find that in a ta'if, when Rasulullah he was passing out the, uh, the, the goods, the spoils of war. All the sahabi, they were, they were coming, they were pushing him. They were trying to take, they said, me, me Rasulullah, me Rasulullah. And they kept on trying to take the, the they, they wanted as much wealth as they could get from the spoils of war. Until they pushed Rasulullah against a, a tree and it ripped his garment. And, uh, and he ended up getting a cut on his face. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, and this is a very good example of the sabr that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says. He's, he's speaking about himself, but he's saying, إِنَّ عَبْدًا مِنْ عِبَادُ اللَّهِ بَعَثَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ فَضَرَبُوهُ وَشَجُّوهُ فَجَعَلَ يَمْسَحُ الدَّمُّ مِنْ جَبْهَتِهِ فَقَالَ اللَّهُمَّ اغْفِرْ لِقَوْمِ إِنَّهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Verily Allah sent a servant from his servants to his nation to call them to Islam. And they hit him and they cut him and they made him bleed. And he came wiping the blood off of his face and he sees it. And he says, Oh Allah, forgive my nation. Oh Allah, forgive them. Verily, they, 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 are, they are ignorant. They don't know. And when this happened, the malaika came to Rasulullah wasallam. And he told Rasulullah, he said, if you want me to, I'll take these two mountains and I'll crush all of them. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, out of his rahmah that Allah gave to him, he said, no, 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 la ya akhi, don't do that. He said, maybe, maybe just one of their offsprings, one of their offsprings will become Muslim. It shows you that just, just one person out of the, the hundreds of people that were there that could have been killed and, and massacred for, for dishonoring Rasulullah which would have been completely justified. Rasulullah said, no, maybe one of their offsprings will become Muslim. Maybe one of them will be a beneficiary to Islam. shows you the worth of, the, of, of just one soul. And it shows you the rahmah of Rasulullah and this is what true forgiveness is. Some people say, I forgive, but I won't forget. No, 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 no. Rasulullah he forgave when, and a lot of people, they forgive, but the only reason why they forgive is because they couldn't do anything to him. But if they did get the chance to take revenge, they would take it immediately. But they know that there's no way to get revenge, so they say, oh, I forgive him for the sake of Allah. Rasulullah he had the ability to take revenge. And it was justified for him to take revenge. But he said, no, la ya akhi, don't do it. You know, maybe just one of them will become Muslim. Have patience whenever we're calling to Islam. And us as young kids, whenever we grow up, we're going to be, we're gonna be represent, we're, we're representatives of Islam. 
we ourselves, when people see us, we, they see our women wearing hijab, our young women, mashallah, wearing hijab, very early on, it shows their dedication to loving Allah, that they're willing to wear hijab, even though every single day they're looked at weird, they're looked at like they're doing something wrong, but they have yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will, he will eventually, he will reward them with the best, and that is Jannah, Jannatul Firdaus. I ask Allah to make all of us among the inhabitants of Jannah and make our path to Jannah easy. And on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, I ask Allah to, to enter us into Jannah بغير حساب and He includes us among the 70,000 plus that would just go to Jannah just, just because of their a'mal that they did on earth. May Allah make us among the, the, the knowledgeable people of this religion. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد بن عبد الله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه الله سبحانه وتعالى إمام الشافعي رحمه الله and I will leave you with this quote he says رحمه الله لو ما أنزل الله حجة على خلقه إلا هذه السورة لكفتهم that if رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم if Allah سبحانه وتعالى sorry didn't didn't send down any surah any revelation to his creation except surah al-asr verily it is sufficient enough for us we have nothing if we if all we had if the quran only comprised a quarter of a page surah al-asr it is more than enough for us and it is more than enough for us to know what we should do on this earth and what we should do uh, and what we should do on this earth to, to enter jannah and to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one more time, it's وَالْعَصْرِ إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُصْرِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ We must make a strive in our life that we try being among the righteous people. And we try being among the people who learn this religion so they can benefit this religion. And by benefiting this religion, they are benefiting their own souls, يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ they are benefiting their own selves. Yom al-Qiyamah, they will come, they'll be faced with Allah. What did you do with your time on earth? The time that I, I Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you say the time that I gave you, that I allowed you to live on this earth, from my rahmah, I allowed you to live on this earth, what did you do with it? Imagine what an amazing answer it would be for us to say, Ya Allah, I spent my time on this earth serving you, and spreading your religion, and learning about you, learning about your prophet, and learning about your deen. How, what, what, once Allah hears this, khalas, your success is guaranteed in the akhirah. Allahumma gfir lana dhunubana wa kafir anna sayyiatina. Anta maulana fansurna ya Allah. Allahumma ati nufusana taqwaha wa zakiha anta khayra man zakaha. Anta waliyuha wa maulaha. Allahumma alimna bima yanfa'una wa anfa'una bima alamtana wa zidna ilma. Allahumma arina alhaqqa haqqa wa arzuqna attiba'ah. وأرنا الباطل باطلة وارزقنا اجتناب يا الله اللهم رحم المسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات اللهم انصر المسلمين والمسلمات في كل مكان وانصرهم بأنهم يقولون 
أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد سبحانك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين أقيم الصلاة الله أكبر الله